and welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Masculine Mastery. My name is Christopher August, and I am super stoked and excited to be joining you from my home here in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. And really, the intention for this first episode is to give you a little bit of a background on myself and share with you my story on how I got to where I am sitting here talking to you right now. It's been quite the ride. It's been really a deep transformative journey. And really out of this is a story that perhaps you can relate to, a story of growing up as a man in the modern world, the struggles that I've gone through, the pain that I've endured, but also the beauty and the gifts that have come from all of those challenges. And really for me to transmit my authentic soul expression and give you permission to do the same. And so before I dive into this episode, before I dive into this story, I just want to say if you enjoy this conversation, this episode, and all of the other future episodes that I'm going to be bringing with incredible thought leaders from around the globe, be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends and family. This is how I'm able to share these messages and get it out there. So if you resonate If you feel the call, I would love for you to click that subscribe button and rate, give me a review and let me know how you're digging it. So with that being said, I just want to say how this podcast came to me and it's been quite the road, but I'm going to give you a little bit of the short version. So several years ago, Right before my son was born, and I'll get into that in just a minute, I received a very powerful uh, dream and message that came through and really speaking to my role and one of my roles and one of my missions here on earth, and that is to bring more consciousness around the topic of masculinity. And I feel personally that masculine consciousness and masculinity in general, it is such an important topic to address right now as the world is shifting and there's been many beautiful movements that have been created, but I feel that there's not enough really support and spaces for men to come to, to feel safe and supported in their own healing growth and evolution. And so really my intention is to create that space through conversations, through opening myself up vulnerably and sharing all of the things that I've gone through to give you the permission slip to be able to, again, do the same. And so 
I feel that men's work and all of this work around our own personal transformation as men living in the modern world is so incredibly important. Maybe the most important work that we can do as really we are the anchors and the protectors of this planet and the stewards of, of the next generation. And so it is our duty to come back to ourselves and to fully understand all of the things that have been happening within us, all of the programs and the conditions, all of the fear, all of the things, the limitations that we've been dealing with as men and really bring this to the table in a raw, real way. So there's so much here to unpack and really over the course of who knows how many months and years as this podcast goes along, I intend to bring in multiple different perspectives in all different realms from relationships, business, personal growth, spirituality, mindset, the list goes on really to create more of a well-rounded approach to this topic of masculinity as really we are all multifaceted beings. And so why now? So a few years ago, things really got activated in me when my son was born. He's now at this moment, um, as you're listening to this, perhaps in real time, he is just about to turn three in September. And when he was born, something shifted in me. I was, it was almost like a seed was planted in me. It was like, okay, this work and working alongside other men is incredibly important right now, more so now than ever before. As people are awakening on this planet, as more people are waking up to their truth and their potential, that it's time for more men to come together. Women have done a great job at creating spaces and experiences for women to embody their full femininity. And now it's time for more men. And there's a beautiful organizations already doing great things out there in the world, but there needs to be more spaces for men to fully be open to expressing themselves and to really understanding the different archetypes that exist within them from the warrior to the mystic, to the lover, to the king, and really embodying all these aspects and not being afraid or shameful of these aspects. As I think a lot of the core wounding of the masculine has to do with shame and being shamed from multiple different sort of media peers, parents, teachers, friends, you name it. Um, that is the deepest core wound of all of the masculine consciousness is around shame. And so we'll unpack that as we go along in different episodes, but back to what I was saying in regards to my son. So when he was born, I'm like, okay, I, I really feel like the, a part of my larger purpose is here to support uh, men in many ways. And my son has been, by far the greatest teacher that I've ever had in my entire life. And just his wisdom without even speaking a word has catapulted me into a wild experience of knowing myself on deeper levels and also parts that has brought up that shadow aspects of, of myself where I'm still carrying fear, where I'm still carrying limitation and kids in general, are just amazing teachers. But 
really I've been shaped and molded and will continue to grow and evolve along this path as a man as a, and also a father, but just bringing me um, into deeper realizations. And so I am in so much gratitude for him and all of the lessons that he's he's brought. And so really the road that has gotten me here was, that was a major part of it. But my awakening journey in general started back in my early, I would say late teens, early twenties. I was given a book called Many Lives, Many Masters. And up until this point, I think I was 19 when I got this book. Up until this point, I I was always sort of a free thinker. I was sort of a rebellious kid. I was always I was never in trouble with the law and I never really had any issues, um, in any extreme ways, but in school and certain aspects, I was definitely rebellious and I wanted to break free from the boxes that I was put in. And perhaps you can relate to this in some form or fashion. Really, I just didn't feel like I was fit for society. And although I followed the traditional path of success, go to school get a job, get married, retire, all of that. You know, I was really following that blueprint and I just didn't feel like I had any other choice to do that, but do that. And so again, as a sensitive and intuitive young boy, I just knew that there was something more. I just couldn't put my finger on it. And so I went along the path, followed all of what society told me and It was at this point in 19 where I received this book, which was was sort of just like a gift from the universe. It says, okay, read this book and just understand that there's probably some deeper layers to your human experience than you actually know. And again, intuitively, I felt that, but this book confirmed that for me. And so I'm not going to give you a full synopsis of the book, but if you've read the book, it's by Brian Weiss, excellent book. Um, Basically, he is a psychologist and um, I don't know if he's still practicing, but he runs retreats and experiences around the world. And this is back in the 1970s. He was working with a patient, a woman, and he was tracing her back to different parts of her life. And generally with his hypnosis technique, he was bringing people back to childhood because that's where most of our programs and conditions and wounds and trauma stem from. And so he was bringing her back, bringing her back. And he realized that after a while that she wasn't recalling her childhood, she was recalling a past life. And so then this opened the topic of reincarnation and our souls and all of that. And so it just really confirmed a lot of things for me. And and really that book was the starting point. And since then, really I've been on this quest and this path of inquiry of really wanting to understand myself on the deepest levels. Who am I? Why am I here? How am I designed to operate in the world? Um, and how can I be of, of service? What are my true gifts and how can I give those to others? And it's been, you know, a 20 close to a 20 year journey now. And, uh, really at this point, I feel a lot more clear, um, but there's still, of course, more evolution and growth to be had along this journey. So, you know, I, at this point I was 19, got the book, I was going to school, went to school, got my bachelor's degree, was working at different jobs and multiple different industries. Um, and at this point I was in my early twenties, I got a job at a 
tech firm and I was in, I was in the corporate world and I then began to pursue my master's degree in business leadership as I was always very invested and interested and passionate about the realm of leadership and what a true leader really is. And so I devoted two years of my life to going to get a master's degree in that. And although fulfilling, I thought that that was my pathway to success. That was my pathway to all of the things that I wanted materially and out of life. And really it was in a certain way, it propelled me to climb the corporate ladder and to get higher paying jobs and all of these things that from the outside looking in looked amazing. But really when it came down to it and when I really started tuning into it, I just felt empty. I just felt really trapped and lost and confused. And I'm like, I thought this was the path that I wanted, but it really just didn't turn out to, to be that. And, you know, I had everything you could want in your, in your early to mid twenties, new car, nice apartment, all of the things, vacations, uh, women parties and, you know, don't get me wrong. I had a blast. I had a lot of fun and it was, it was a great time while it lasted, but there was something deeper within me, a soul urging, a heart calling that was telling me this isn't your path and you need to do something about it. And so what that something was turned out to be something that I didn't expect. And through divine synchronicity and through really just all of these incredible connections, you know, I had inquired about going away and leaving my comfort zone, leaving everything that I knew true behind so that I can discover more of myself. And at this point I was, I was having lots of anxiety, lots of stress. All I knew is my core values were really to live a life of adventure and exploration, but also most importantly, help others and make a difference in the world and really make an impact and, and serve people from a point of where I truly was in my purpose. And so I, again, through beautiful connections, learned about the Peace Corps and the Peace Corps, if you don't know what that is, the Peace Corps is a is a organization through the US government that is a grassroots organization that serves different countries from around the world. And basically you go and you live two years of your life in a foreign land and you get assigned to a certain position. At this point, you couldn't choose the country. I know now you can, I believe. And I was assigned and well, before I even get into that, I applied because I had heard about this through somebody and I applied and went through the whole application process that took a year. And I remember this so vividly. It was August of 2013 when I would, I received a letter from the Peace Corps after a year of interviews, a year of medical checks, all of the things. And it said, you have been assigned as a health and business volunteer in the country of Tanzania, Africa, and you have seven days to decide. And so I, at that point, knew intuitively and in my heart that I wanted to do that, but a lot of fear came up. I'm like, all of a sudden things became really fucking real. I was like, okay, two years away Tanzania, Africa, halfway across the world, thousands of miles away from my hometown, which was in Buffalo, New York. And now I have to make this decision within seven days. 
Well, of course, I did make the decision. I decided to go. And about six months later, I embarked on a journey that uh, took me halfway across the world. And it was that. It was very, very deep and very powerful. And it was not short of lots of emotional turmoil, but it was also filled with so much joy, so many highs. And uh, through that experience, I learned so, so much about myself and the world. And when I got sent there, I was put in. So the, basically this is what they do. They, they, you go through a, a meeting with your cohort. In my case, it was like 35 people you meet in Philadelphia. And then the next day you fly over, they brief you on everything. And then a few days of briefings, you go and you stay with a host family for a few months while you're in training, learning the language I'd learn Swahili and Holy shit. It was a very intense process because they, when they drop you off, you still all stay in the same village, but you stay with different families. And so they basically drop your luggage there and you don't speak the language right away. Obviously you have to learn it. And so here I am in this village with this family of six people. There's a hole in the ground that you go to the bathroom in. There's you bucket bay. There is no shower or running water. So you have to get water from the well, heat it up and you bucket bathe. You wash your clothes by hands, no modern amenities, no electricity. All of a sudden you're just like catapulted into this crazy world. And so you can imagine at 20, whatever I was, 26, 27, that was just a stark difference from what I was used to and all of the things that I was used to back at home. And so it was through that experience, I learned so much. And then after that, they send you, they assign you to a village after three months and you get sent off by yourself now and you go and live in a village and you're separated from your other cohort. Everybody's spread out across the country. The closest Peace Corps volunteer to me was like an hour away. And so you're literally by yourself in this village now. And I was the only one to speak English and you know, that experience alone, just that immersion was really quite, um, chaotic in many ways, but also liberating. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows who you are. You get to exist as this new person in this new land. And I lived in the Southern grasslands of Tanzania, beautiful mountains and just incredible nature. And so, you know, just really existing in my primordial essence back and reconnecting with the land and the Milky Way at night, the stars, all of the beauty. There was just so much that I was reconnected with that I didn't know that I needed living in a city and all of these things. So through that experience, I wrote, I read a lot. Um, I worked, I served the community, but really at the end of the day, I received so much more from them. And it was in this time when I was really waking up rapidly to um, some deeper truths about the world we live in and the matrix that's been created and all of the false illusions and fear-based paradigms that have been created in this world. And I felt a lot of anger coming up through these situations, lots of rage. And I went through this period of really like 
pissed at the world and all of the so-called leaders that have brought us to this point. And I knew at that point, I'm like, I got to do something about this, but clearly it wasn't my time. I needed to grow more. And so it was through that process. I discovered meditation, yoga, um, all of these different healing modalities and technologies. And really where I began to work with the breath, which has been the foundation of my work. If you've known me for a while, um, I facilitate um, very deep breathwork experiences and have been the creator of sonic breathwork and a company called Beats and Breath and something that I feel extremely passionate about amongst many other things. But that's really where I started to discover the deeper truth of myself and really starting to gain clarity on my true values, the vision I had for my life, where I saw myself in five, 10, 15, 20 years, and really starting to create this sort of roadmap and allow life to kind of just guide the way. It's also where I faced a lot of fears and a lot of things within myself that I didn't know existed. And this was a scary part because I went through so much emotion by myself in this place. Um, also necessary for my path in general, but what I realized through this and where this comes into masculinity is that I was deconstructing all of my years as a man and how I grew up as a child and, you know, bless my parents and all of my family. I never quite felt that I had a, somebody that I could truly model after as an embodied, integrated, healthy male. Now don't get me wrong. I had beautiful examples along the way. Um, and, people in my family that have influenced me on very great levels, but there was that, that embodied, authentic leader that I could really turn to. And I feel that through this journey, that was something, and even until today, you know, I've met amazing men up until this point, but that is something that I really desired. And I feel like we've lost a lot of that in our modern society is this sort of initiation into manhood. And when I say manhood, you know, that term has um, really different connotations for everybody um, and something that I'll be asking many of our future guests. But really when I'm talking about it, I'm talking about manhood from the sense of being connected to your heart space and being connected to everything that is within you. And the man today is taught not to be weak in the sense of showing emotions. The man today is taught to be hardened and to be in constant competition. And really these are all false examples of masculinity. And really through this process, I was looking for somebody that could show me the way on how to actually be a man in the world in an embodied and in harmonized and balanced way. And when we get into talk about the archetypes of man and we speak to the warrior, you know, many of us want to think as the warrior as this external per person that is at war with others and that can defend himself and his country and all these things. And there is some validity to this, this archetype in the warrior archetype of, of past times. But really the warrior to me is 
how can you face your own shit and your own shadows and how can you transcend and transmute your own, your own fear, your own doubts, your own limitations, all of the things that exist within you at any given point. That is the warrior, somebody that does the battle on the inner planes and then takes that energy out into the world. And this is that sort of like peaceful warrior, sacred warrior, Zen samurai um, archetype. And then, of course, we speak to all the other archetypes and and really what it means to blend them together to create this this whole and balanced man. And so I may have digressed a little bit, but really my journey has been since then has been searching for that within myself. And how can I show up and do this inner work? And that's the where it all starts is that we as men, we as humans the most important thing we can do is become self-aware and to really dive deep into our own inner plane and because that is where everything lies and it's from that place and doing that that deep inner work that we become those leaders we become embodied in our purpose and our authenticity and that we can show up and create not only a safe space for ourselves and be safe in our own bodies in our own hearts, but also create that space for others uh, to do the same. And so it's been a journey and much of it has been a lone wolf journey. And I feel that many men are struggling with the same thing of, of living that journey by themselves and living in this interior world of theirs, not having a full outlet, outlet to express themselves in a way they would like to. And oftentimes this results and comes out and manifests as anger, as rage, as, all of these things that and violence and just the assault that happens not only against themselves men being and carrying the highest rate for suicide but also against others and children and women and i know you know just from my own personal experience and my partner who has gone through a lot in her life as it relates to the masculine and having been a victim of sexual abuse and assault. And, you know, this is not uncommon. It's most women, maybe all women have dealt with some form of this. And so really it's up to us and creating space for ourselves to get really honest and open about maybe some of our pitfalls, where we've fallen short, but also just really understanding and understanding ourselves and how we can show up in the world um, in, a, in a different place. And so the goal, the intention, as I stated in the beginning, is to create a space for more connection, for more healing, and really a safe space for men to grow into their full potential. And it's through this role as a man, whatever your role is here on earth, your outer purpose, it's really carrying yourself in a state of presence in a state of awareness so that you can be the leader of the new generation so that you can be and be that provider, that protector, that guardian, that sacred warrior that this world needs. And so really right now my call is to any man that is listening to this or will listen to this 
any women that is li- woman that is listening to this, if you have a partner or other men in your life, you know, this is a space for them to come to, to find some of that healing. And there's going to be other spaces that will be created. I will be hosting programs and retreats, um, already have some on the docket and lined up. And I'm really excited to co-create this new paradigm, this new world, this unified, abundant world where everybody's living in harmony. And I know that could sound like a utopian dream in many ways, but I really hold that vision for the collective. And, you know, I'm not here to do this alone. I'm not here as a sole leader. We are all leaders in our own rights. And it's reclaiming that and becoming the leader of your life so that you can lead others, so that you can co-create this world as one together. And so really, I'm so excited for whatever this journey brings. I have no clue. I'm doing this out of pure excitement and passion and something that is feeling really raw and ripe and real in my heart. And I hope that whatever you do in the world, you do it from that same place. And together we can make a difference together. We can create a new world and it really just starts with all of us individually. So that is my call. I am so excited um, once again to be joined with all of you and really what you can expect moving forward here and moving into the next phase of this podcast and this journey is different conversations. So I want to have raw, real, honest conversations. And I'm going to do them different ways to interview style, asking certain questions, but also just getting real heart to heart, man to man. And also we'll be bringing women onto this podcast because I do want to offer different perspectives um, from all different realms and all different people. But really um, having these conversations, I will be doing certain monologues um, like I'm doing now and having just also short, quick five, 10 minute things that are, you know, feeling inspiring to me whenever it feels good to relay back to you, the audience, people listening to this. Um, And then I'm also going to be sharing some meditations. One of my greatest passions, as I mentioned before, is leading um, breath work and meditation journeys for people. And so I find that through that process of going within and this own inner alchemy and transformation, so much happens. And so I'm going to be doing some special recordings for this podcast that I really want to bring out into the world certain theme meditations and all of that sort of stuff. So you can expect that as well. And, you know, there's going to be so much that is going to come from this. I just feel it. Um, and it feels, it feels right. So I hope you can join me for all future episodes. And of course, if you need anything and you feel the call to reach out to me anytime, you can always reach me on my website at ChristopherAugust.co. You can email me at hello at ChristopherAugust.co, not .com, .co. And you can also find me on Instagram at Christopher underscore August. And so... I look forward to talking with all of you soon, and I hope you have a beautiful day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're tuning into this, and I'm sending you much love, infinite peace, and prosperity. Take care.